0: Welcome to this episode of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast, and this episode is going to be leaning more on the personal side, as I felt a prompting to make an episode during my rest time on Saturday morning while you guessed it, sitting in a coffee shop here in Madison, Wisconsin. And honestly, this prescription is for free right here. If you don't have a time in your week to spend time with the Lord and rest and really get your mind off things and such, you should. I know many people have different views on a Christian Sabbath, but I think it's necessary that we have a weekly discipline that is led by his grace to recalibrate and recuperate our soul. Especially if you're a student, it's easy to get caught up in the chaos of school and have it at the center of your life. But man, how glorious it is to sit down somewhere, not have to think about schoolwork and really rest in the Lord's presence. Um, And if you're a pre-med like me, you would do anything to not have to think about organic chemistry. Um, I know that's, uh, oh man, it is rough out here, fellas. Um, The last thing I want to say about this is to actually keep in mind that these activities have to be both focused on spending time with the Lord and being actually restful, doing things for the Lord, like working on ministry things don't necessarily count. And and I will say that before anyone says anything, this podcast counts for me as doing something restful because I don't really view it as work. This is really just a passion project where I can share my experiences with the ministry and any points for like equipping um, I have. Anyway, um this is for those who don't know um i i i have a speech impediment um in the form of a stutter and it's been a big part of my life ever since i was kind of diagnosed with it um in third grade and quite honestly i thought it was embarrassing and at times i still do today um actually plenty of times um still as I continue my life today and I was pretty good at hiding it because or um I was pretty good at hiding it unless I was in a stressful uh situation and I can remember even in an open house or orientation day in seventh grade where I couldn't even say my name and introduce myself to anyone and and literally that was my first impression to everybody um and it still makes me cringe honestly to this day because it was my first impression in the Christian school that I would spend the next six years and ultimately graduate from and and um and while it's not intentional that people are trying to bully me like yeah like they they definitely referenced that moment a handful of times throughout the years and and I'm just like oh boy (laughs) um and so after I got saved in my 10th grade year um let's say Every once in a while, I would think about how my stutter would interact with my faith. Um, and I think I was heading in the right direction when it comes to viewing it. Um, I viewed my stutter as a way of God humbling me and, and leading me to live by His grace. But I think that for a long time, um, I viewed it as a detriment from reaching my full potential while living out my Christian life if that makes any sense. Um, It frustrated the daylights out of me that I couldn't even give a presentation before the lump of my throat would form and everything would just collapse like a Jenga tower. Like it's like there there have been so many presentations that I gave in college where, oh man, it's embarrassing just to even look back at that. Um, And I'll keep it real here and say that I'm still tempted to think at times the Lord has forgotten me when I deal with my stutter or when I go up to present or that he isn't with me when I'm doing something like that. Like it's it's easy to think that um, he isn't with me while I'm doing something as simple as introducing myself to a person that's brand new at Salt Company or who 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 I haven't met before at church um, or, or even when I'm giving a PowerPoint. And... I think a big part of how i'm being led to view my stutter in a biblical way is just from hearing from a mentor of mine back in georgia and those are f- and those who are from my old stomach grounds in georgia might know who who i'm talking about but this guy has been one of the most formative men in my life when it comes to just discipleship and showing me implicitly um you know the overall definition of what it means to be a godly man and just being a friend even though he's about two and a half times my age Um, and I'm sure that in, that almost every conversation that I've had with him has spiritually built me up in some way. Um, and, um, I've spoken to him a couple of times already this year after moving back into Madison and it's been good to catch up with him, um, with, you know, the various things that are going on in ministry, um, and sharing how our lives are going over a thousand miles apart. Um, I shared many of my overall, I've, I've shared many of my struggles and, and questioned with him multiple times. Some of his, and some of his points have come back into my mind as I was writing down verses to meditate on on Saturday morning. Uh, while his points that I'm going to mention are, aren't always in the context of us um, talking about my... Um, aren't always talking about my speech impediment, I think they still apply. Um, his very simple statements were... Um, his very simple statements were that the lord didn't create me on accident and another day he said that the lord hasn't forgotten about me and i think i want to reflect on that as i go forward with this episode i will admit it's easy for me to brush off these statements even though they're biblical um it's easy for me to think that it's just really just emotional slash i want to say psychological and prosperity gospel and secret sensitive nonsense that's meant to put sweet nothings in there to our ears um, in reality, these are biblical statements that reign especially true for those in the faith. Um, and, and as I was sitting in the coffee shop after recalling those points, he said to me, I, I just gravitated to two passages that I want to remind everyone listening in. Um, these concepts aren't necessarily new. I'm not saying anything theologically uh, groundbreaking as I'm sharing these verses. Psalm chapter 139, verses 13 to 14 says, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may reside in me. I wanna say again that this isn't seeker-sensitive prosperity gospel nonsense. This is coming from the word of God. Let's bring glory to him because we are his image bearers, his children through faith, and he would deliver us safely to the golden shore. He did not make a mistake when he knitted us together. All things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. I'm not saying anything prosperity gospel. I'm saying that in the midst of our trials, in the midst of all of the various calamities that we have in our life it is ultimately for our good it points towards him it brings him glory as we turn to him for our dependence in our life we should depend on him because he deserves all of our cries to him And as I recall the article that I shared from Reagan Rose last episode, I think of how pessimism is a sign of our own heart posture and that we mistrust the character of God. I want to challenge everyone listening in about praying to the Lord about the certain insecurities that we may have. Are we letting these insecurities about ourselves begin to foster mistrust in the Lord? And perhaps we need to set aside time to get right with him in order to truly see his will and how he can use us to encourage others who who are struggling with the same insecurities in the faith and just to go forward with how his grace truly is sufficient. It says in the Gospel of John that without him, we can do nothing. But if he is for us, who or what can be against us? Nothing can stop his plans for us. He is our strength as he leads us into his will. And like I said, I'm not saying anything revolutionary or new, but I hope that this but I hope that this episode was helpful to anyone listening in. I'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace.